We're just going to touch a little bit on the word that we might have some inspiration behind the prayer. Is, it, is that okay with everyone? We don't, have a problem. we don't have a problem with the word of God in this church, right? We're not running a prophetic church. Hey! Or just a deliverance church or just a healing because we have been called to do more than that. So Father, we just thank you that we are able to come in your presence again. And we thank you for the consistency, O oh God, hey! that you are teaching us in spiritual things. Consistency, O oh Lord. A lifestyle. Hey! Hallelujah. Yes, Holy Ghost. Have your way. This is your church. Do as you will. Hallelujah. We will not quench you in any way, O oh Spirit of the living God. What you are capable of doing is evident to every part of creation. Oh! So why would we hinder you? We say flow through these vessels of clay. Hey! Touch every part of our being tonight as we come before you with desire and hunger, O Lord, to see all that you have promised in, our, in your word come to pass in our lives and around us. Father, hey! come. Come in this place, O Lord. Come. Come, Holy Ghost. Hey! Come and express yourself. Hallelujah. Come and touch the, the folks that you bought life in the spirit for on that cross. Come. Hey! Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We adore you tonight, oh Lord. We praise and we worship you. Bless us with your presence, with your power. Transform us, oh my King and my God. And let it be that we will look like you when you're all said and done. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, have a seat, guys. Really quick. Let's go from the beginning. Tonight we're going to talk a little bit about converts versus disciples. Converts versus disciples. And we know a lot of, a lot of us are, camp, are people, I don't want to say here in this church, because I can see the growth and transformation that is actually happening. Hey, converts versus disciples. Which one do you want to be? We have a lot of converts. Hey, but not too many disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, because if we did, we would have seen the book of Acts all over the world right now. Hey, oh my God. Genesis 1, verses 26. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness if God made man let us make man in our image according to our our likeness hey that there is we if if that's how we got in the Bible and the Bible was not 66 books hey and then we find ourselves on this earth hey that is enough for us to know that we need we need to rule over this earth because ha, the image and likeness of God himself, he made man in that. That there is enough. According to our likeness. And then see now, scripture is confirming it. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping, creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. 
Then God went beyond that and then God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. That is the mandate that God gave to man huh, when he created man. And there are, we use this scripture all the time. Let's go to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 55 and verses 11. Just, just tonight, before we start praying, that we might reflect on why we are actually here. Because we have seen a lot of images and heard a lot of voices huh, that's depicting some other agenda. And many times we have veered off under those influences huh, and stepped away from the original mandate that was given to man when God created man. Isaiah 55 and verses 11. Careful how you read the scripture of God. You know. Hey, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Hey, so what is the what is God doing on the earth now? He's accomplishing that which He spoke in the very beginning. It, even though man fell huh, into this state. It's still the active word of God that he has released and he will accomplish it. Huh. Amen? We, the dominion mandate. Hey! The, the saga continues. Hey! With us. For, for dominion on the earth. And sometimes we get so distracted or, you know, the process of how God does it. It's a relay. We notice that it's a relay. It's the baton is handing, handed down from generation to generation. We are a generation in this process. I don't know if we're the last one or we're going to hand off the baton to somebody else. But our goal is to run a good race. Hey! And when that baton leave our hands to the next generation, hey! They must be poised to go to the finish with strength. Hey! You ever see the Jamaican relay team? Huh? known all around the world right that's that's how you run a race so as we come here guys you see we are playing that song in the crushing in the pressing deliberately we're, we're playing that song by Hillsong in the crushing in the pressing hey we are making new wine new wine and sometimes we get sometimes we get distracted because of the different seasons and the different places that God takes us to. And we it seems as if we don't have understanding, especially because it's not something that happens overnight. Wilderness season, for example. Your wilderness season can be for a while. Your wilderness se season can be in an uncomfortable place. And when we are in an uncomfortable place and our life seems as if seems as if it's making no sense. It's at that time that the devil begins to advertise a quick route. And we step out of process. But when you read the book of Hebrews, it tells you how the patriarchs, how they accomplished God's design for their life through faith and patience. So the only thing you need to do is station yourself in the will of God. And then he's never going to do it any other way. So you have to persevere. Wherever he sends you, 
That, listen, I did not get, I'm not a boy preacher, preaching from 10 year old. Hello? I spent a good amount of time in the work world and doing other things. And even since God spoke ministry over our lives, we didn't rush into it. Patience. You have to take these other things like patience and consistency and add them to your faith. Like the Bible tells you in the book of James. Let patience have her perfect work that you might be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. And the minute that you can, you begin to have a steady diet, a consistent diet of doing the things that God is actually asking you to do. Spiritual growth is natural. It's natural. Because there, there is a level that God is actually taking us to. There is a level that he's taking us to. What are we aspiring? Who are we aspiring to be like? We're not just coming to church and hearing lessons. There is a complete man that we can be like. Being on the earth here. Let's go to the book of Romans. Romans 8 and verses 29. We're setting up ourselves for prayer tonight. Hey! We're setting up ourselves to know what we're praying for. Because when I'm praying, I'm saying, Jesus, when I look in the mirror, the spiritual mirror, I'm supposed to be seeing a version of Christ. A smaller version of Christ. My character is supposed to be honed like his. My mind is supposed to be the mind of Christ. And the very works that Jesus Christ did, I'm supposed to be doing that work. I'm supposed to have his wisdom, understanding. Everything about me is supposed to be after the pattern of Jesus Christ himself. Verses uh, 29. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Oh my God. Do you see where we are trying to get? For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So that process that we're going through is to take the every prejudice out of our mind everything that we know within ourselves that we sometimes accommodate and we know it is of the devil and we accommodate it in our being no more this is the time where everything that is hidden has to go out of the Christian's life. Every way of thinking, every little thing that is there that we think we're getting away with, we know it's not like him. He's making us into his likeness and into his image. The generals that will be of this age, of this generation, oh my God. We thank God for the other generals. But because of what the mistakes and errors that they made, that we're able to learn from, we have a higher standard. God, is, God has higher expectation from us who are in the pews. 
this day and age and why should we and we know these things guys i hope you know that we know every single thing we can observe them in our behaviors some of us know how we treat family members from how we treat strangers people of different cultures and races from ours all of that type of stuff i hope you know that is big in the body of christ it's done it is absolutely done that all of that gore all of, all of those i'm trying to find words hey to explain my observations huh! as i've been to many churches and see all of this especially over christians that are the older ones no chance they have of being anointed and being used by god the best thing about them is the hat that they wear huh! and the way them they adore themselves that's the best thing but some of them are walking around with devils yeah that there is done jesus ain't coming back for that bride you die go under the earth huh! and somebody else is going to be willing to be made in his likeness and image period because he said in his word he's coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle hey yeah we have to live before we get to heaven we think we're gonna go up there and there is gonna be teach training on how to conduct our fears up there no it's down here huh. the devil ain't getting no space back up there through man so the work of sanctification and purification it's no that God is doing it in his body. Hi! And, and let me tell you something. We cannot resist it this time. Ha! Because our Lord is demanding. He's demanding. Hi! So everything that he's showing you in, in your life, you know the small things. You can't ignore it anymore. Ha! Hallelujah. Galatians 4.19. So when we're praying, guys, we're, we're not calling a prayer up at church and everybody come up here and make noise hey and go home where there are filthy minds filthy hearts bad habits no way not at heaven's lighthouse ministry no you take that issue you bring it before the god the lord as the spirit of god shows you those issues rip them out say lord put your hand inside of me and take that devil out take out the bad habits take out the prejudice huh! take out the selfishness rip it out huh! out of me I hope you know that is how I do work with God. Ah! Hate it. Hate anything that looks like the devil. And let, let the Lord do that spiritual surgery. Hey! Paul was speaking here in Galatians 4 and verses 19. My little children for whom I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you. Hey! You know how we birth children in the natural world and we are raising them up to the best of our ability naturally speaking academically socially all the different areas of their lives spiritually we're trying to um, raise them up that they might be that individual and spiritually speaking while we're doing that huh, we are not growing spiritually we're not growing spiritually we're hearing lessons 
after listen, after listen, after listen in the body of Christ and remaining the same? Who is going to hold us accountable? Discipleship. We saw the difference in the men that Jesus Christ discipled. Oh, listen, this is not unto condemnation, you know. We're not in that business. Because there is therefore no, no condemnation. That does not mean that you don't recognize the areas that needs change and work diligently on those areas. Irregardless of where you are in this moment, God has brought you here that you might hear his word again. Again, that there is mercy, 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 not unto con condemnation, but unto, unto transformation, hey! unto change. That is why he preserves us, that we might hear it again. So it's a good thing. We're not despising the chastening of the Lord. Ephesians 4 and verses 11. And he gave some to, to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry so the work of ministry requires requires people that are equipped that are discipled for the edifying of the body of christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god to a perfect man a perfect man do you see the standard that we're going towards so we have to some of us have to go home and check again uh oh they moved the goalpost no uh -uh. you were looking through the wrong eyes the goalpost was always there huh. to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ a father who art in heaven what is expectation of he know who he created he know who he created in his likeness, his image. Jesus Christ did when he went to that cross. It's not a work that offers any shortcomings, any excuses as to why we would not attain this level of perfection. That we should, that we should, verses 14, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine you know converts they, they they are easily deceived there's no foundation in a convert the ones that get converted and camp out there every wind of doctrine and they're taken to some other belief system but disciples cannot be moved tossed to and fro carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things unto him who is the head Christ discipleship has to do with willingness it has to do with commitment it has to do with finding everything that you we're looking for in Christ and then contentment once you truly find the Lord you stop looking and that is the thing you know once you truly find the Lord you stop looking you stop lusting 
you don't have interest in anything out there anymore. You know you found him. You know you found the author of life. Where shall we go? You are the author of life. Will you also go? The disciples, the masses walked away from the Lord. They did not know him intimately. When he began to speak on the harder things, they walked away and he asked his disciples, will you also go? And they said, where shall we go? You are the author of life. When you find the author of life, what are you looking for? Gold, silver, bronze, precious jewelry. You found the ultimate relationship. We, we must rest the case after we find Jesus Christ and stop lusting after things. That's one thing I go. I found everything here. Everything here. I found and I'm done. And now it's about him using me and every part of my being. That's why some folks, you see how they can come to church. And you see how they can receive at the Lord, right? And then you look and you don't see them anymore. Lusting. Something else out there captivate them more than him. So when you come before God in prayer, like a night like tonight, hey! it's in the image of Jesus Christ that you're asking him, the splitting image of Jesus Christ. Nothing less, nothing less. I'm not asking for nothing less. I wouldn't come here and pray. Hey! I'm not asking God to do anything less than what he has promised in his word right here. Oh! Do it in me and do it through me. My whole life is dedicated to this. Oh! My whole life. Oh! I'm not looking for entertainment. I get up day after day after day after day, year after year after year. The same purpose. I ain't going nowhere by the grace of God. Oh! Why, whatever you brought me on the earth to do, oh my King and my God, let that thing be accomplished. Huh? Because I see, I see in the scripture here, the names of men and women that committed themselves to you like that. And I want to be among them. Huh? So pray it tonight. Huh? Whatever it is inside of you, in your being, that still has not been given over to God, huh? that the devil thinks, moments he can come and advertise something to you and pull you somewhere outside of christ ask god tonight to kill that very thing hey and burn you up huh. the zeal of my father has eaten me up hey. say whatever lord that is left whatever is left in me whatever seed huh, that the devil planned you see we are killing generational seeds hey we're killing seeds of iniquity and sin huh. We're going through them one by one by one by one by one. The prince of this earth has come and he has found nothing in me. When the devil show you what used to be there, there is just no connection, nothing. When he speaks to you about the individuals at once, you held up in uh, grudges and unforgiveness. It, your heart don't tip anymore. There's just peace between you and those individuals. Christ has been formed in you. Nothing the devil can use anymore. You're free from all encumbrances. All. Huh? That is what Jesus wants in his bride.
That is the bride is coming back. You want to know which bride is coming back? Hey! We don't identify with the world. They can't show us pictures on uh, the social medias that captivate us. Oh! Anymore. We're dead to it. If God is giving it to you, like I was saying last night, take it, take it, take it. Yeah, I'm all for that. Because the earth is the Lord's. But the devil is not advertising anything and luring me. You know, it's about two times I catch the devil trying to talk to me today. You know? I hope you know that. I sit around and wait for that sucker's voice. Hey! I sit around and wait for his voice. I know when he talk. Hey! You think I escape? None of us escape. It's Lawrence. And I deal with them quick, like, because I know how my Lord deal dealt with him. Hey! It is written. Hey! Get a life. Modern day translation for you, devil. Hey! Get a life. Hey! Amen. So we, are, we pray in this house. We pray brutal prayers. Hey! We pray killer. We pray prayers of death. Death to the devil. Out of our life. Hey! Take him out. Uproot the devil out of your life. Hey! Understand that you're wrestling not against flesh and blood. It's not the man. It's not the woman. It's the devil. Hey! What will you do to him? Send him out of your life. Hey! Die. Hey! Fasting and praying, guys. I hope you're on the fast. Hey! It's the third. Tomorrow is the third day. Hey! Victory will be there. Hey! In areas of your life. Just because of this fast. And I'm, I must say this also. Hey! Because the Lord has been showing me individuals that are breaking through. Hey! The Lord has been showing me individuals that are hey! next level. Beat up the devil. But hey! next level. Hey! I see the difference from a year ago to now or six months ago to now. Hey! When you do what the Bible tells you to do, growth is natural, spiritual growth. It's automatic. Hey, and I can't wait, guys. I'm, I'm pressing on towards a high calling. I want bigger anointing. Hey, bigger positioning in the kingdom. Huh. I want God to send me on heavier assignments. Hey, we have to pass this grade. Huh. But I mean, I plan to stay here forever. I plan to move on. Hey! And then God can send us into different territories. Hey! So when we, hey, the devil go, hey, get up and go. Hey, it's champions he's building in this season, guys. Hey! Champions. Hey! He's been looking for pastors. Hey! He's been looking for ministers hey! that will take his word and preach his word. Hey! Preach his truth. Hey! Anywhere the gospel hey! has been preached. There has always been a people that responded to it, a genuine people. So here in London, we already know. There's a Rembrandt people out there. A remnant people out there waiting for us. Prepare yourself to disciple them. What will you tell them when they come? When their issues are there and they come to you, what will you tell them? Will there be any power on your life? Huh, to give them breakthrough. Huh, are you going to give a bad name to your Lord? Huh, 
because you didn't do your homework when you were up, up at Heaven's Lighthouse Ministry. Oh! Six months before, oh! you're playing around. Oh! And now you have the chance to save a soul from going to hell. Oh! And no anointing. Oh! No wisdom. Oh! Because we didn't do our homework. Prepare in this season. For many the Lord will send your way. Huh. Two people can preach the same gospel and get two different results. Do you know that? Five individuals huh. walking, they're walking different walks with God. And the presentation and the level of anointing that is released huh. is at different levels. I don't want to be the one that met that person and there was no impact. I want, when I speak, I want, I want God to light a fire in the belly. Hey! Immediate fire in that belly. Ha! And burn them up. Hey! Because of the anointing on my life. Ha! I'm not going to go boast about Jesus from my head. Hey! Yeah, he's Lord. He's Lord. No. The person needs the power of God. Ha! On occasions, something supernatural must happen. And if something supernatural is going to happen. It must be from an individual huh, that has deep fellowship and relationship with the Lord. It can't be a casual Christian. Huh. So we're not doing prayer meeting because they do prayer meeting at all churches and we know that they have Wednesday prayers. Huh, and we know that they have weekly fast and that type of stuff. No. That there is, that possible can be religion. Huh. I'm coming up. Listen, I don't know if you realize that when I sit in church, I don't really sit like this. I sit like this. Nothing is wrong with my back. Huh. I formed that habit about seven, eight years ago when I was going to a church in Woodbridge that they were, they were casting out spirits. Huh. And they were healing the sick. Huh. And I go, this deserves my full attention. I stopped, I stopped putting my back on the back of the bench. Huh. I had a keenness then because I know today was coming. Hey! That's how you predict how God is going to use you tomorrow. You know? huh. Acute attentiveness. Huh. And suck everything. Suck it. Huh. Any anointing that is there. Huh. The minute you turn up, that thing is looking for you. Huh. You're challenging it. It's magnetic. Huh. It comes on you. Take it. Pull it. Huh. I can't wait for God to put me around some anointed people. Huh. Oh, God Almighty. By the time I walk by them, hey, I have the anointing. Hey, I'm a man, I'm a mundo. Hey. You listen, I'm taking the anointing from books. Hey, forget about man laying hands on me. Hey. Books, hey. videos. Hey. You can read and take the anointing off of the book. Hey. Hey. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Who am I? Ask God, who are you? Hey! You're not just another human being. Huh, that pop out of the womb. Huh. You're sent here on assignment. Who am I? Hey! Oh Lord. Huh. Oh God Almighty. This is your moment to matter. Too many people are on the earth. Too many people going on 8 billion. Huh. And they're projecting how it's going to be 9 and 10 billion people on the earth. Hey, you can get lost easily. Hey, 
Huh! So many die and the earth moves on and moves on and moves on. It doesn't matter who died today. Forgotten. Huh! What are you going to do to be remembered? Hey! It can't be sports. It can't be business. Huh! There's, those, are, those men are already forgotten. Huh! This is the station. Huh! This here, in the body of Christ. Hey! It's here that a man, huh! it's here that a woman can make a mark. And let me tell you something. Huh! There is no regard for age. Hey! There is no regard for age. Huh! We have 10 year old preachers. Huh! How much do you want it? Huh! Or do you going to say when I grow up? How much do you want it? Hey! It's your appetite. Huh! It's your readiness. God can pour out. Huh! And the young ones too. Huh! Amen.